so alive. Live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. And tonight we are joined by a very special person. And I'm very excited to announce the return of Captain Goodwill. It's been a moment. <laughs> oh, I thought you were joking. I thought you were no. going to lead up and say, and it's Sammy. And I'm like, oh, oh okay. no. no. No, I'm here <laughs> every week. <laughs> and so is Sonia now. Sonia's kind of, like, kind, of, kind, of, kind of get rid of her, like after the month of December. Like a bad smell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we are joined by the beautiful Sonia as well with her luscious blue, uh, purple hair. I was going to say blue hair. I don't know why. And we have a very special guest making his po- Nerdy Up North podcast debut. I was going to say, not for the channel, though, because he has been on the Trekken Boys, the sexy Trekken Boys, a few times. Um, so, yes, we've got Mark, from the who produces the Shuttlepod show. So thank you very much, Mark. I was going to say blue hair, I don't know why. And just to, like, as, as a, with it being a new guest to the podcast as well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us your nerdy credentials, Mark. Me? Yes. <laughs> Uh, that's, I don't know. Uh, I, uh, I grew up a giant Star Trek fan. I found it when I was a very small child. Uh, I dressed up, uh, as one captain or another for Halloween mm. over the years growing up. Uh, I was very, I wasn't secret about it, but it was my private little thing. Uh, I love chess. I love games. I love math, uh, mm. you know, space rockets. <laughs> I want to die on Mars. I'm, it's my dream to open the first bar on Mars. I'm trying to convince Erica uh, to do that. Uh, so I don't know. <clears throat> I got outed as a Star Trek fan a couple of years ago, uh, and now that uh, we're making the Shuttle Pod show, I think kind of really get away from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I guess it's my thing now. <laughs> yes. Everyone has to have a thing, and a Trek's not a bad thing to have, as as Captain Goodwill will shout to the the ends of the earth about and yeah. never leave us alone about as well so yes so sammy do you want to dip t- do your little things oh we're gonna do our little things yes so gotta ask the big question <laughs> how you's all doing and what you've been watching <laughs> sounds even more cringy doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> not too much no anyone been watching anything interesting this week ah there has been a return of a show He's going to be happy, to, be happy oh, to know God that the Moonshiners is back. Oh, <laughs> yes. It's back. It's back for season 13. 13 seasons of the Americans uh, drinking moonshine in the backwoods. So, 13 I'll... years of making booze. Yep. And wow. they've not been arrested, funny enough. So that's how, how real it is. But yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll give you a proper review after a few episodes because there's only been two episodes in and the hinting yeah. of like fist fights in this season as mm. well. So I'm very excited. But um, other than that, I've just been watching season two of The Traitors. The Traitors is back as well. So Car Crash TV is number one for in the house of Watson at the moment. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't started Traitors yet. Season two yeah. is is getting there. Not as good as season one yet, but season two has been there. What about you, Captain? Awesome. Mr. Goodwill, have you been watching anything fun? Oh, God, I have been trying to catch up on literally everything I haven't watched in the last two and a half years. I have got all but the tv movie of archer to right. finish um mm. because I, i'm a huge archer fan and why have we not done an episode about it yet just to punish you really i think no <laughs> not good enough get it sorted i love hitch <laughs> i love hitch john benjamin i love archer i i just one of my best animated shows of all time mm-hmm. um other than that i finished one piece 
finally. Right. Awesome. Um, and I, I'm literally just trying to catch up on on everything that I, you know, when you think, oh, I've got a backlog and I can get it done, and then you go, oh, oh, <laughs> there is actually there's that, like, there's that amount of episodes. There is decades worth of episodes to catch up on so then i just started watching star trek and mystery science 83000 again because you know, just, <laughs> so going back over the old comfort blanket that's it really. <laughs> but, yeah but uh no i've uh i've been going for walks mm -hmm. uh nice. i've i've left the house i've i've encountered other humans mm -hmm. and well uh, done this thing called scenery in the parks and i've been <laughs> I've been feeding the squirrels, and Aww. pretty pretty soon I shall be able to tame the species and command them for my own evil deeds. Right, that's been my. I mean, to be fair, to though, there was an episode of Navy Indiana. If you watched that, where the dogs you thought they were friendly, they're, they're all at war against us. Goodwill, the squirrels will overthrow you. Don't. don't... I did watch it. I did watch a squan, a uh, squan, a swan uh, <laughs> attack a child. Right. Uh, Excellent. <laughs> um, I did nothing about it because the child will learn from this experience and gain. So, so yeah don't you fuck go with the swans well, when you go up to a swan and go take this from my hand and they bite you and you're just like so random park walks with goodwill i think that's a new podcast <laughs> we'll have to do is getting video and just taking these walks it can be the new uh that alice girl come and join captain goodwill as he walks through the bushes yes let's see how long that series lasts shall we? <laughs> what about you, son? you have you been watching anything interesting um, you know, usually I'm quite bad at not watching stuff. I I go through phases where I binge a lot and then I just tend to like abstain from anything other than mm. shit YouTube shorts and I'm like, I need to sort my head out, my life out and stop with this <laughs> short form crap. But this past week I have actually watched quite a lot, which oh. is rare for me. So I, I watched... Um, in the Tall Grass, I think it was called, which was quite good. Oh, yeah. And then I followed that up with Evil Dead Rise, which I absolutely loved, loved, mm. loved. Um, and uh, obviously I've watched Serenity as well. And then Coxie made me start watching for the first time ever, The X-Files. Oh! <gasps> first time ever? First time ever. Never been... I, I never got into it when I was young and I never, like, felt the need to go back and watch it. But Coxie was like, you must watch it. We must watch it. Mm. Um, so I finally got to see... Gillian Some Anderson. Of what the fuss is about. I know, right? I think, <laughs> Are you loving it? I think on Disney Plus, I've never remastered it as well, so it's all shiny and new. Yes, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, so I'm I'm still on the fence. We haven't finished season one yet, mm. but I don't hate it. <laughs> well, that's a good sign. Good sign. You you will. Oh, yeah. Coxie, Coxie is saying in the chat you hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Little Tombs comes in. Tombs makes the, makes it a bit more interesting as oh, well. Oh yeah. Um. What about you, Sammy? You been watching anything fun? Oh, we're still on the always sunny train. Um, we watched on Friday Oppenheimer. All right, which Ooh. was it was so good, really interesting. It was the who's who of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. You you jumped a scene and you were there was just so many stars in front of your eyes. Um. I had a, I, I did really enjoy it and I was, I was very fixated on it because it's one of those films where I felt like if I blinked, I'd miss something and then I'd, the whole film would just be completely ruined. Um, mm. It did feel like it was shot like JFK. Right, yeah. That's the style that I kind of got from it. So like an Oliver uh, Stone shot. Like, that's kind of like mm. how I got from it, yeah. I mean, people might disagree with us, but that's, I only watched JFK again uh, recently and it just, it, that's, it just was... Scene, 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 dun, 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 dun. Um, but it was so good, so interesting. Mm. We've also been watching, um, oh, God, what's the Godzilla TV show called? Oh, uh, Monarch. Yes. Mm. So we've been watching that. 
been really really enjoying it mm-hmm. um and that's about it we just we if we're not if we're just sitting in the living room chilling it's it's always sunny as well in the background <laughs> just to keep it going so what about yeah. you what about you mark have you watched anything of interest or anything other than trek other than trek we just watched the five seasons of silicon valley in the last couple of days <gasps> oh, nice. i love it's, silicon valley it's like in the last Hollywood. week i mean we've been you know <laughs> staying home trying to get healthy trying to not get anyone else sick uh, <laughs> Yeah, so you know. White Lotus. Oh, and we watched uh, both seasons of White Lotus uh, just before that, Ooh. which was also. I've not seen that yet. Is it? I, I oh. mean, I've heard great things. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, I wish I'd. Well, I actually take it back and say I wish I'd watch it sooner, but I'm glad that when I finally watched it, we were able to watch two seasons instead of just mm-hmm. one. And then after mm-hmm. I know. Uh... Next week, I'll probably be talking about because I know True Detective comes back with Jodie Ooh, Foster. I'm very excited yes. for that as well. So, yeah, I know a few seasons of True Detective has been mm, after the mm. first one, just not season one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but um, I'm quite intrigued by this one with it being yeah. uh, out in the wilderness and in the like, and if. Jodie Foster goes full Clary Starling. I'll, I'll be very much interested in that show. But yes. So, Sammy, do you want to do your world-famous mm. disclaimer then? Oh, the one that was heard on the BBC. I haven't <laughs> said that for a while. Uh, <laughs> the BBC? I, did you not know? <coughs> no. Have I not told you? <laughs> oh, you want the BBC, darling? It was oh. twice. twice. Twice, actually. Twice. So, everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook page, the comments section, or the Discord, and we can have an open discussion. But what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behaviour out of a nerdism. Very well said there. And just to say thank you to everyone in the chat as well. I know we haven't really acknowledged you at the moment, just because there is so oh, yeah, many sorry. of you. So um, I'll probably not keep up with you, Deviants, tonight. So let's get on you. with you. <laughs> oh, I recognise you. Ah, it's it's ah, them. Them, them. persons. Hi. <laughs> you. Yes. Okay, there you go. It's done. Yeah, yes. So tonight's episode is a very special episode. Uh, I know when we did the Firefly episode, me and Goodwill got very excited and Sam just basically watched me and Goodwill nerd out for quite a long time. It was I, fun. I sang. Yes. You I did. You did. did. It was beautiful. What was I on? <laughs> you were just riding riding the highs of Firefly and I think it was Goodwill 1.0 as well because you were like the early stages of finding finding yourself in in this world. Um, Is just... that what broke you, Michael? <laughs> yes, yes, that's that's what un- unleashed this awful human being. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, so um, when me and Sammy decided we were going to start doing reviews for movies, TV shows, uh, just to change it up from like. The normal stuff we used to do on the podcast this was always on the top list that i wanted to, to to kind of revisit and talk about just because the movie is special and and i know i've got two of the biggest trekkies on this podcast here and i don't upset them but this is probably my favorite sci-fi and crew and my favorite captain <laughs> all in one um together so and hey, I, think... I get it yeah <laughs> this is my job like a space western you can take star wars i love star wars but this does it better i'm I'm not gonna lie um what do you guys think when we got serenity because i know 
like it felt like a long time after Firefly finished, but it was only what was it three years? Firefly finished in two thousand two. This it came out in two thousand five. It, it was yeah. two thousand two, two thousand three for season one of Firefly, mm-hmm. and then this came out in all five. Mm-hmm. Which felt a long time, but when you think about it, it's not really because TV shows now go on hiatus for two years. Yeah, so they've got longer for some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try try Game of Thrones. <laughs> try Spirit, but Stranger Things. Stranger yes. Things, yeah. yeah still yeah. Bloody hell! Um, you know I love a tagline. Mm-hmm. Can I can I give you one of my favorite taglines from this movie? Yes. There, there was many, and you've used quite a few of them in the promotion <laughs> of the podcast. But the one that you never used, and this is my all time favorite, this is one river. You do not want to cross. <laughs> That's God. so good. I love a tagline. Someone at Universal went, mm-hmm. That's, it. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one that needs yeah. to smash this out of the park. But yeah. Yeah, everything, every other one was, it's very much mm-hmm. what you've already used. I can't stop the signal. Mm-hmm. Uh, space pirates on the run. Mm-hmm. They're armed. She's dangerous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, will never, you will never take the sky from me. Wow. Um, they aim to misbehave. Yes. The river one, I was decked when I read that one. <laughs> Jesus. So, Sammy, you've got a little bit of a different perspective to this than than I us, because you, because you, I know you're a big Firefly fan. You said this was your comfort. Um, I'm sorry, Serenity fan, just because mm-hmm. this was your comfort movie yeah. for a, a period. This how my, how did you um, come across this without watching Firefly, or was it just probably just a trailer that came up? Mm-hmm. And at the time, I used to go to the cinema like religious, like. It really all the time so it's probably just a trailer that came up and mm-hmm. um, saw it in the cinema so many times the minute it came out on dvd had to have it and it was me me pitch perfect movie yeah if everyone knows the story i watched pitch perfect for nearly six months to a year every day <laughs> this was it that i used to watch this all the time and it was so we- weird weird re-watching it today and thinking i know i know what the next bit's gonna say <laughs> even though i've not seen this movie in years mm-hmm. yeah like I could still he I could still do the quotes and I was like oh, it's just I loved it and I never realized at the time on mm-hmm. first watching that it had anything to do with the TV series. That's how good of a movie it is that yeah. it's kind of like it's its own thing. It didn't need mm-hmm. to rely on the TV and lovely that it has the references for people who are yeah. Firefly fans, but it didn't take away from my experience of not being a Firefly fan. No, Fire-fi, you could try and say it that fast. But I think good with you said at the start before we went live as well. This is pretty much a self-contained story in itself, but it kind of closes a few. And I say a few uh, things that we want, like few stories and few arcs that we wanted closure with. But we... it was yeah, it was it was a dilemma mm-hmm. really because obviously. Serenity was hideously cancelled way before its time mm-hmm. um, because Fox just did not know what to do with it and low ratings and it was just messed about from the start. This was sort of like, hey, we're going to do right by the fans whilst also trying to bring people in. So almost immediately as a movie starts, hey, this is what happened to Earth. This is why they're here and this is what's this and this is this. And it sort of, yeah. it helped it, you know, it helped bring in new people and i i was that i was first, a, yeah. that whole first that whole opening sequence that whole first 15 minutes mm-hmm. where they they establish 
the, the universe of the show and, and the crew and the ship and how wonderful it is, yet how kind of falling apart it is and mm-hmm. uh, all the dynamics. It's so well that done that first 15 minutes. I just I'm obsessed with it. I'm really mm-hmm. glad that you're talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's absolute. I mean, for, for me, I watched it in all five. I was a Firefly fan anyway. Firefly. Fan. Everyone, <laughs> everyone in the hard. chat now is seeing Firefly plan. Oh, <laughs> we'll start something now, um, we, yes. So when it came <laughs> out in O five, this was like O five for me was was quite desolate when it came to like stuff to watch and everything. Mm. Enterprise had finished, and you know there was there wasn't much apart from Battlestar and Firefly. Mm-hmm. So this came out, and I was like, this is amazing. And for me, for what I love, it was the after we had the universe establishing backstory and river escaping mm-hmm. we then got the single shot mm-hmm. all the way through of um simon and mal mm-hmm. walking along the ship and i was like this is brilliant and they made like the transition look seamless um and i was like this is it's a fantastic bit of uh direction and just just basically say this is like this is how big the ship is you can walk because the original mm. set was fully constructed and they can yeah. walk yeah. from one place to the other this was just you had this universe establishing thing and then you had this single shot and then they landed on the planet and it was just so i know a lot of people who got into firefly because of serenity purely because of the first like mark said the first 15 minutes of Mm. the movie where you just got this instant dynamic of these people where you know mal and washed you know like you know how serious is it gonna be oh god oh god we're gonna (laughs) die and it's like yeah and but it you you got the tone you got the dynamic of all these people and a lot and a lot of people when i was at university doing tv Mm. production got into firefly because of serenity and it was it was just like oh yeah i love the way they did this i love the effects i love the the acting i love um nathan fillion for Mm -hmm. nathan drake blah 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 and it was Mm -hmm. yeah it was brilliant for me this is a perfect summer blockbuster and a perfect Mm. summer movie yeah Yeah. to watch where you know you've got a nice cool drink and you can just sit and you don't have to watch firefly you can just sit and watch this and be just like oh, this is awesome well, that, you know yeah that's why i, I, I yeah, love it I, as well I, though because sam nailed it it's basically it's got it's for the firefly fans but it's also for the like <laughs> so hard, firefly fans <laughs> and also the like just the regular cinema go because this yeah, is yeah. as you said it, it's a fun action movie well it's action sci-fi western it, it ticks all the boxes oh. but it gives you like the emotion in it as well not many films can hit because the first like even the first five minutes when you get rivers and simon's story and it's like kind of like so clever how they give you it like you think it's like in the moment but when you find out it's a recording and then you've got like say the 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 like the assassin that's going through uh, um like say the thing and his rationale behind it as well is so because he's so clinical he's so deadpan and Mm. like but he's an amazing actor. Oh, oh Chip, I can never see his surname, but Shuetel. I can always see his face. Mm. Shuetel, I can't see it. Mm. I really can't. Um, I think I find it interesting, Michael, that you said Nathan Drake. I don't know if you intentionally meant to say Nathan Drake I earlier. Did. Uh, for, <laughs> and for I actually wrote, time, yeah. I actually wrote in my notes. Why didn't Nathan Fillion ever play Nathan Drake? What is Hollywood's problem? So <laughs> he he for the longest time when Uncharted came out and Uncharted 
more specifically when Uncharted 2 came out, everyone wanted an Uncharted movie and they said, well, you need Nathan Fillion because uh, Northern North, uh, Northern North's voice yes. sounds like Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a, a lot of people said, you, you need Fillion, you need Fillion as Drake. And as it went on, it was more and more apparent that it wasn't going to happen. And then they did a fan flick, uh, an, uh, an Uncharted fan film starring Nathan <laughs> Fillion right. as Nathan Drake. And one of the running gags I had on Twitch, which really annoyed people because they believed, I believed it was true, was that I always said, oh, there should be an Uncharted movie with Nathan Fillion. And people were like, but there was one with Tom Holland. And I just plainly <laughs> refused to acknowledge it. We've had this yeah, conversation I, many yeah. times, yeah. And it drove yeah, people yeah. insane. But the the I, I always associate Fillion with Drake, even down to the haircut in Serenity. Mm. It's it's bang on Nathan Drake. But do, do you not think that goes against Fillion, though, uh, at times as well? Um, just because... He, the fans seem to want them cast in pretty much any role that goes Everything. in. Because I, I know when Hal Jordan <laughs> was supposed to be rumoured as round, like literally the internet got up in arms and said he has to be cast as Hal Jordan. And when he yeah. wasn't, like I know like the Green Lantern film happened. Well, I, I still don't think it was as bad as and Ryan Reynolds did a did a good job, but it Again. was it was it was something and choices were made, but I think because Fillion did his voice, didn't he, mm. for a really long time in the DC mm. animated movies that everyone was up in arms, I probably was included. To be fair though, <laughs> I've loved anything that Fillion's been involved in. Like I loved that, that show, what was it, two guys in a pizza uh, in a pizza shop? Oh god. Um, yeah. That that was like like yeah. when I was introduced him and he and he was the still yeah, the scariest villain in Buffy in the Buffy universe Amazing as well when he Buffy. got cast there. For the amount of years he was Johnny to us. That's mm. all we knew him as because that's his character in Two Guys in a Pizza Place. <laughs> we didn't know him as anything else until <laughs> he became Caleb. Yep. No, yep. no, no. He was in. Yeah. He was. I knew he was in Firefly. Firefly first. first, and went got See, cast. That- Mm. But I don't know that part yet. Yes. <laughs> I don't know Firefly. It's just when yet. Josh put all the uh, Firefly cast into Buffy and Angel because he's like, I need uh, to use them somewhere. Oh yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting. I I completely when I was reading about this today, I just kept ignoring the fact that he had anything to do with this. So I was yes. like, just scratching that part. It's a testament to Fillion's performance that within thirteen episodes, he was forever known as Mal Reynolds. Yeah, he was the perfect captain. He episodes. will always be my captain. Sorry, Goodwill. You shut your hands off first right now. <laughs> but, I do like in um, in Con Men with uh, Alan Turdick that they used Nolan North and Nathan Fillion having this kind of like rivalry. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. <laughs> but uh, and I, you can tell how much Nathan Fillion loves this because even in Castle, he, like there was a like in joke when he was dressed as Halloween as uh, as, yeah. as Captain Reynolds as well. But Sonia, so. What was your introduction? Were you a Firefly fan first, or were you into Serenity? Got it's, it right. It's a really, uh, it's a really odd one for me. So I saw Serenity first, but mm-hmm. saw it in passing. Did not pay attention. Did not really appreciate what it was. Then got into Firefly, and then was like, I think I've seen a film with these characters in it, but really mm. could not remember the film. So. Unlike some who saw Serenity, which made them watch Firefly, mine was a total fluke. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the show, I was like, well, I need to go back and watch that film now. And then yeah. the second time I watched the film, I was like, okay, I've appreciated this so much more now that I've seen the show. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a really funny one. I think my brother 
got the we had like a love film account where you could rent DVDs. <gasps> love film, <laughs> yeah, love film. love film. So I think memory unlocked. Yeah. So like I'd seen it, but I hadn't quite appreciated what it was. Like I'd not really mm-hmm. paid attention. So yeah, I watched Firefly. Absolutely loved it. Was devastated <laughs> that it didn't end. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, yeah, it kind of dawned on me. And then I think Joe mentioned something about Serenity and I was like, wait, mm. that's right. Yeah, that's the film of this show, right? <laughs> Managed to connect the dots. <laughs> it's like, I need to go back and watch that now. Mm-hmm. So, and it's, it's like when Firefly finished and then they announced that they were doing Serenity, I was like, great, they'll tie up all the loose knots. They'll they'll close all the, everything that, like you, that you want to know. But you didn't quite get that with this movie as well. Like no. they did end the story arcs and the parts that they wanted to. But like there was still a lot more, and, and I know people talk about that you get them from in the books or in the comics and stuff. But again, it's it's always difficult to pick them up and like go from there and know that like that in and out. But it would have been so easy for them to continue the story or continue in the verse because the characters were so rich and so um like engaging and lovely. But one thing I did notice after rewatching this, I, I know I've, I've watched this movie so many times, but I've never like. Because I knew we were going to talk about it, so I was like, right, I'm going to get in gross, I'm going to concentrate. But the Mal we get in Serenity is a completely different Mal. Well, not completely, but like he is quite far away from the Mal that we've got in Firefly. Yeah, He's almost broken a lot more than I expected, and then it's like little subtle nuances and little things that I you agree. don't realise. Because um, I know the, like when, when he's having the conversations with Book and talking about like the aspects, he's like, got no belief he's just basically holding on with the thread and i didn't realize this till watching it back that how different uh, mal was in it and that kind of caught me out a little do bit you, do you think it's got something to do with anara leaving because this is set six mm. months after the events yeah, of that's a good the, point. the season mm-hmm. that you know he he's struggling with the absence of anara on the ship so he's he's more solemn he's more reflective mm-hmm. and like you said, he just feels like he's hanging on by a thread. Mm-hmm. But that's that well, side I can understand. Well, thought about that before he slept with that last so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do, I do get what you mean with like you can, you can tell there's something different about him because I have watched a bit of Firefly and he is very cheeky, chappy in that one. Mm-hmm. He just seems mm-hmm. very um, down, downtrodden in it's Serenity, slightly desperate as and, well. As well, that's yeah. the thing. It's a desperation, and I think I, he. Sorry. No, I was gonna say I, I, I think he, <laughs> I, I think he realizes what he's up against this time is a, like a different kettle of fish compared to what he's yeah. been up against to before. But he still can't give up that old ways of being like he, it's still a war to him, and he's still fighting the battle of serenity. He's still not not like say leaving a man down, even like saying aspects like he has changed. But um, when that scene where um when we first see River go full power mode and go just absolutely crazy in that bar scene, which is one of the best fight choreographed scenes mm. as well. And you can tell that, like, say, Summer Glau's, um, like, dancing background came into that as well because mm. her movements and flow during that yeah, was just amazing. absolutely That's... beautiful to watch. I did not know you... she was a dancer. That's ballet, really Ballet funny. dancer, yeah, wasn't ballet. she? Ballet. Ballet in my notes, she's in, my she's notes in an episode of Angel as a ballet dancer. Yeah, she, right? she, broke her, she broke her tour and it ended her career, so she, then she went into acting. Did you know the, the second fight towards the end that she mm-hmm. does? The cameraman is also a dancer. Right. 
they they choreograph oh. the whole sequence. Oh, yeah. okay, mm. that's, that's so, so cool. Because cool. I, I actually wrote in my notes, is she is she actually dancing or fighting at this point? I can't quite tell because mm-hmm. she was a fluent motion is amazing. And by the way, it is a hard feat <laughs> to keep a strappy dress up like she did <laughs> in them fight moves. Girl that was, that's hard. I, I really, I really appreciate How many fight she... scenes have you been in, Sammy, where your strappy dress is formed? Hey, She's from a... Sunderland. Come on. I don't need to be in a fight scene. I just need to actually move around and the bugger falls down. But yes. I do think, though, going back to what you were saying about Mal, I think there's an element of it being a film as well, because mm-hmm. in the show, we pro- progressively see him soften some. Mm-hmm. And you, you get these odd moments where someone wrongs him and he reminds you, like, look, I'm not to be messed with, mm-hmm. but he's still someone who cares and has heart, and that's that's yeah. him at his core. But the film has to kind of put him back at the beginning of that in terms yeah. of, look at this hard man who doesn't care, and as the film progressive, oh, no, wait, he does care. So it, yeah. It almost has to reverse a lot of his development throughout Firefly. Mm. And that's for the newer fans, I think. No, good point. Good point. I know one of my favorite, I know it's not part of uh, Serenity, but my favorite, one of the best moments with Mal is in front of the, the engine where he's telling the, <laughs> telling the story and he's like, ah, oh, don't worry, I'm going to hunt you down. So he boots the boots him in the engine. It shows you how ruthless he is and how, yeah. like, just non, like, you think he's, a nice guy. Nice guys don't do that, but no, he's he's out for survival and he's out for him and his crew or him and his, as he would put it. But um, but yeah, um, and I, you kind of forget that about him because he has got that kind of charm. He's kind of got the goodwill charm where he'll win you over no matter what, even though he's not an arsehole in real life. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's yeah. not. Well, I mean, he, he, <laughs> he just kind of ruthlessly he kills a number of people mm-hmm. without batting an eye. Yeah. Yeah, in, in the movie, me, not just the show, obviously, but like, and it's shocking in the movie. But you're right; you don't really. It's not. It doesn't seem cold-hearted because he's so charismatic and charming, and mm-hmm. we're so you know we we've been on his journey and know where what his struggle is and mm-hmm. why you you know yeah we want him to we want to believe that he's a good person yeah wrapped up in in his struggle right no definitely I'm. The overall, st- like, because the way I would put this movie as well, it's probably uh, River's movie. It's her story and getting to the point of what had happened to her and how she was like trying to mend herself as well by getting getting the thoughts or getting the memories out of her head by going to Miranda as well. And um, I loved how they tied up the. Uh, the Ravers. I don't know if the, that was the plan all the way for the show, and if it was always yeah. going to go that way, because they were always like going to be the bogeyman or the bad, the like the bad thing in the background that you yeah. they talked about, but you never really saw. And it was quite jarring to see them in person as well, because it wasn't quite what what I was expecting, but it was more violent as well, which I the think they had balls to go with. Yeah, the makeup yeah. was absolutely unreal. Like that was te- that was terrifying. That's almost horror ish. Mm-hmm. The way that the makeup was done. Um, yeah. okay. I didn't mean. I, I, no, no, you're okay. I'm finished. I'm finished. <laughs> I feel like Michael. I don't know if it was you, but I was just having this conversation recently about the Reavers specifically and how in the show they were literally the boogeyman, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah, never really saw them. They were just they were kind of in the background as this you know thing. Um, and then in the movie, you see him finally, and it's like, ah, sh- 
you know, every time you see the monster, it's disappointing because in your mind, it's like some specter, some potential alien ghost yeah. universe sort of thing that we can't even comprehend. But then mm. in the movie, it's like just zombies, you know, yeah. people who have succumbed to some sort of genetic manipulation and, mm. you know, cut their faces open. And they're, they're basically fallout raiders in space. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and which, you know, which is awesome. It's just <laughs> as a fan of Firefly and, and the, you know, the specter or the boogeyman edge of the yeah. universe, in my mind was something so different. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know. I was always a little disappointed by that. It's an amazing, oh. it's still amazing. I, 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 think, I totally I, understand that. Though. I think with the TV series, though, the Reavers were very much in the background all the time. Like, I, I sort of compare it to uh, Mass Effect, where the, <laughs> the Reapers were in the background <laughs> or for most of the games, but there were, uh, you know, enemies in the, for, you know, in, the for, in the foreground that y you needed to deal with. And in the series, we had the men in suits, mm -hmm. where we saw oh them in one God, episode yes. with the blue gloves. The blue gloves, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the as, I, as I call them, the, the NHS care workers of the 26th century, <laughs> where they... they <laughs> They walk in and everyone just starts bleeding from their eyes, which is not far from the truth. And it, it's uh, that was sort of they were the big bad. And throughout the series, the big bad of Firefly was the 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 alliance. Mm. It was it was mm. Parliament. It was the central government. They were the big bad because we are on you know we are on the side of the brown coats. The brown coats, of course, lost. Uh, and you know it's it's about uh, a soldier's uh, story of you know it's it's a soldier's journey. Mm -hmm. finding a way in this new life they lost they have to get over it they have to deal with it and that was the big bad the reeves are always in the background yes we got stories here and there mm -hmm. but then this was sort of like okay you want to see the reavers we will show you the reavers and then we will also show you what how they were created and i think mm -hmm. the way that they were they were created as well is was more monstrous than the actual reavers were... but then it, it it ties back to the real monsters Mm -hmm. are the alliance yes you've got these big bads who will tear your skin alive while you're still there very much like mm -hmm. tesco shoppers on a saturday it's mm -hmm. it's more they they were created because this government this evil government mm -hmm. wanted to control a population to such an extent and it just monumentally backfired on them yeah so it's, again the big evil was mm -hmm. and the 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 scene where these two evils meet mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yes. amazing. That was, it was that's true. one of my faves. Yeah, like Star Wars could only wish to have a, a scene like that as well. Like because Star so Star good. Wars wants to have like when they do like the modern day Star Wars, they want these big battles. I was going to say you wash your mouth. <laughs> but when you see the face come together like that, it's amazing. Just moment because you you kind of think it's going to happen, but when it does, it yeah it beats your expectation in that that element. It's the assassins kind of, and it, it's where, despite the fact that he's probably one of my favourite antagonists in terms mm -hmm. of just like how we said before, clinical and methodical he is. Mm -hmm. He's also working for the Alliance, which means he's got bravado and he's got like, mm -hmm. he, he thinks he's better than he is. And for a split moment, he thinks he's won. And I love that. I love that he's like, he's almost quite glib. He's smirking. The he's like, not even yeah. changing yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, look, we've totally got him. And then you see all of the, the, the Reavers come through mm -hmm. and it's just that instant face change of like, oh God, oh no. Like, what do we do now? Like, I love it so much. Well, I, I, I well, agree with the that. second or third time he's been, um, that's the second or third time that he's thought he's mm -hmm. been yeah. in control yeah. of the situation and been 
proven wrong by Mal. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, I, again, mm-hmm. if you think about it, like, um, from the, the topic we were talking about with the actual creation of the Ravers, again, it's about control, right? Yeah. So those who mm-hmm. try to control need to be reminded throughout the entire film, and we as viewers need to be reminded that those who wish to control can't win. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that it's it's done subtly, and it's also done on a bigger scale as well. But it, throughout the entire film, it's control. His whole journey through the whole series and movie, Mal is trying to find freedom, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Independence. Yeah, independence. It's a brown code and and getting as far away from 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 civilization. See, you should have just uh, had yeah. a tea party, then it would have been all fine. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think though, go, going back to when we were on about villains and what what makes a good villain, mm. he thoroughly, passionately believes. Yes. yes in what he is doing is right. And mm-hmm. he even says, you know, you know, it's for a better world, a world that I will not see and that I do not belong in, but I'm doing it for a better world. And he believes all the way through. And that that's what makes a compelling villain, someone that yeah. believes what they are doing mm-hmm. is, is morally right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think what I absolutely loved, he was a villain who didn't need to be defeated, defeated by being killed. He just needed the truth. Yes. yes. And, and that... I love when a, when a movie can do that, that it can make it so believable that he didn't need to be defeated in a, in being killed, just simply but... having it put in front of his fucking eyes. And it's about belief as Goodwill's perfectly put it like the big key word in the whole thing is belief because at the start mal hasn't got any belief he doesn't have any faith in anything he's lost faith in people lost faith in what he's no. doing um the the assassin like because you don't actually find out his name i don't believe um no. he's got true belief he thinks what he is doing is right what he is doing is for the greater good he doesn't There's care no what conviction. yeah he doesn't care what happens to him he doesn't care what happens to anyone else this is the mission. I've got full belief. And during the movie, you have the crossover because then, as, as as he tells Mal, you can't make me angry. And Nanawa makes the, the amazing jokes in, spend an hour with him. And then he finally realizes <laughs> that, um, that he will start stirring up certain emotions because you can see, as, as Mark put it, he can't outwit Mal. Like, every way he turns because Mal is as. As as nice and crafty it is, he's a very good captain. He's a very good c- commander, and he knows what he's doing, and he knows how to get where he wants to go and how to play the game. And he knows how to not give up. Exactly, yeah. perfectly yeah. said. Yes, he's one of those guys. You know, that's one of the reasons I relate to him because mm-hmm. I I always used to say like if you want to if you want to keep me down, you better kill me because I'll <laughs> keep getting worse. <laughs> and Mal is mm-hmm. like that. He gets on every time he gets knocked off the horse. He gets back on. Mm-hmm. You're not going to keep him down. But that that's why I love this movie as well, and I love the show because it reminds us of so much of what what us what us guys do as at Nerdy Up North. Because we're <laughs> like a ragtag kick people in the jet engine. To well, <laughs> well, to be honest, we have. We, 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 it was three times, and you will never let it down. Come to, on. To be fair, we've kicked people to the curb, but yeah. Um, yeah. If, but it's one of the things though, because we're a ragtag group of things that's barely keeping ourselves together at times and like as you said 
even before we came on live now, Sonya's poor computer crashed three oh, times. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like say, but you I want keep to coming back. Well, keep coming back. Hit on something here that is really um, uh, tied into the thematic premise, not just of the movie, but of the series at large. And mm. you know, the the idea uh, of of you know believing in something, our, our mm. bad guy, our antagonist has that belief he has his goal and he's going to achieve it and he's precise mm-hmm. and committed and all of that <clears throat> mm-hmm. mal uh he can't he's the same he's mm-hmm. going to achieve his goal but mm-hmm. he doesn't know what his goal is yeah. yeah like he's always just trying to put gas in the in the ship right mm-hmm. he's always yeah. just trying to make sure they can eat yeah mm-hmm. uh, and you know it's really poignant that when and that's the midpoint of the movie it's where mm-hmm. The, the narrative changes uh, to Mal sort of fixing his own, uh, uh, confronting his own uh, uh, tragic character flaw, right? Where mm-hmm. where Book, when Book is dying in Mal's hands and he says, mm-hmm. just believe in something. I don't yeah. care what it is, believe yeah. in something. Mm-hmm. And that moment changes Mal. And mm-hmm. from then on, he's dedicated to uh, exposing, uh, you know, the powers that be uh, in order to free River and his crew from being pursued and, and make the deaths of all of his friends now, right? They immediately find out that all of their friends have been, yeah. have been killed as well um, to make their deaths meaningful. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, go, I'm, I'm, you know, go to Miranda. Yeah. <clears throat> find out what the hell it is. And, and mm. you know. And I love the fact that the movie had balls as well and that it did the right deaths it killed the right people at the right time did it (laughs) (laughs) well we'll talk about we'll talk about the second death later but like the first one washer's death was perfectly timed perfectly it was a perfect character to go it helped the story and it helped drive the passion as well and it always left that story unopened because you never really found out about like Shep- the Shepherd books past. Yeah, or, that's my biggest and... upset. You, you do, you do in the comics. Yeah, yeah, I researched it online, to... but yeah. I would have loved to. Have yeah, seen but I preferred it. it when he says, you know, when Mal says, "You'll have to," you seem to know a lot about that world. You, you know, you, you'll have mm. to tell me about that someday. And and mm-hmm. when when book says, "No, I don't." Yeah, mm-hmm. should just I'm leave bad, it at that. To this day, when I see that scene, I just watch rewatch this movie again this morning for like mm. the eight hundredth time. And uh, <laughs> that moment always strikes me. And I almost preferred that. I, I mm. you know, I don't, mm. when, when you, when he says that, I no longer want to know, like. But that's the Michael uh, Myers yeah, effect. Not every story, not every story has to be told. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. That, that, the that, mystery that, should still remain. It should never, yeah. not all mysteries have to go solved. Yeah. Sorry to yeah. take a jump on the Monsters podcast here, but uh, like it's the Michael Myers effect. What? The fact that you don't, like, when they're trying to explain why Michael Myers is evil, you lose the the interest you lose the intrigue it's the fact that he they leave it open and leave, leave the mystery it, leave yeah. the mystery for you to think and why if, does he need motivation yeah because evil dies tonight michael <laughs> <laughs> mystery is uh, exciting and and uh yeah i don't know yeah it's but, the same as the conversation about the ravers though no? it's it's that what you conjure up in your mind is always going to be far more mm-hmm. outweighing what could be displayed on a screen or written in dialogue like you will always think of something more interesting and more whimsical mm-hmm. than what you get and it yeah. prevents that disappointment from happening i did read the um the reason why it was them two in the movie that got the the mm-hmm. chop yeah was to stop any sequels yeah because well they said they, thought, they, they oh. said they wouldn't come back for the sequels i believe them two were the ones that said they wouldn't do anymore mm. i just thought that was very sudden a sudden point to make mm-hmm. just take me out the movie completely <laughs> 
But I think Alan Turdick was starting to take off with a lot of different roles he was doing. I'm going to so... say, Alan's done a lot yeah. since. <clears throat> but I, I don't think... Resident a- Alien. I mean, Oh, it's brilliant. It's Absolutely amazing. amazing. But going back, like as you said, the story and like everything that it, it does tell, like like going through the belief and seeing the changeover and the cross, like the crossing of like the beliefs like, uh, where the, the assassin was losing the belief and how the did that at the end was mm. like so well done even though like as you said the foreshadowing with mr universe early on you knew he was going to play a part but funny enough as i watched it back yesterday and i never noticed this before and i've watched this movie so many times i thought i was watching america uh, an episode of american horror story when we got to miranda because sarah paulson yes. was there oh, yeah. <laughs> I I know, like, right? <laughs> in my notes had no idea sarah paulson was in this film mm-hmm. well how about the guy that Mal shoots as he's getting, being pulled away from Reavers is Glenn Howerton from Always Sunny. <laughs> what? Yeah. Dennis. Like, Space I... Dennis. Excuse me. Space <laughs> Dennis. Space Dennis. Yeah, I... the guy who says, take me with you, take me with you, and then Mal shoots him. That's Dennis. I'm going to have to go and watch that after this film. Like I say, it's we were Glenn on the Always Sunny train. I did not know that. Yeah. So the gang went to space finally, so it's fine. Uh... <laughs> The 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 writing in this movie as well. Yeah. Yeah. Very much like the show. It's it's absolutely top notch. It's those one liners, those unforgettable one liners all the way through. Even some of them don't even need words where you know, when they're going into the vault, what's your authorization password? Just sprays bullets. And it's just like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but then there's like the 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 one scene I absolutely love is when the tension is building on Serenity between Mal and Jane. Yes. And it's getting oh, worse yeah. and worse and worse. And he goes, no. um, Do you want to run the ship? He goes, Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can't. can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's a brilliant moment because you never think of heroes having that, like, oh shit. Oh, he, he called us on that bullshit. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> And it's stuff, but that was all that was evident all the way through the series, like when uh, Mal was tortured with Wash. Yeah. And then yes. Zoe comes and goes, Leave it. This is something the captain needs to do. And he's on, No, I don't. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. Bam, bam. And it's like it, that, the, the brilliant little one liners all the way through, like, Oh, God, oh, God, we're going to die. Mm-hmm. I'm a leaf on the wind and stuff like that. All these one liners oh, for a 20 year old movie, people still remember all the way the fruity Audi bar commercial that we were on about before we went live on air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> um, that's the I'm thing. The... Sonia's not just pointing to her chest, just pointing that out there. As oh, well. yeah, no, no. This is a, this is a full firefly t shirt. <laughs> Fortified. Um, I'm a leaf on the wind. Mm. I, had to, I had to look up because I was like, is that like kind of a quote or something? And it is a homage to Cal McLaughlin's um I will bend like a reed in the wind from Dune. All right. So oh, I, yeah. I, I, okay. I, that just made that line because Dune, I love fucking love Dune. <laughs> just made that line just so much more special. Because I was like, is that like a quote from something? Am I, yeah. Is it is it something that was from Firefly? So I had to go and have a look. And no, it is mm. a homage to Dune. And like Wash's death as well. We might as well talk on it. Talk about it now. <gasps> Why do you like soon. people in Hawaiian shirts dying? I'm just asking this question. Asking for a friend. Just asking for a friend. <laughs> so I know, so I can never see you face to face ever. Just, it's fine. We'll just not get you to pilot the ship. It's fine, Goodwill. It's okay. You can just say make it so, or have your own little scene. It's fine. Um, but I yeah, would like the ship to go now, please. Yes. <laughs> but that was so unexpected as well. Like yeah. It, it hit you more for Zoe's reaction 
I think yeah. it's yeah. it's one of the few movies where I've been in the cinema and there has been an audible gasp <gasps> when got, it yeah, happened yeah. because yeah. it was such like I am a leaf on the wind. Look at that, and that, that was <gasps> and the the entire cinema just went, oh Jesus, and just no one expected it. Was it was brutal as it well. Was. Yeah, there was, it was no really like brutal, but it was at a time where. There was no heartfelt goodbyes. There was no goodbye, blah, blah, blah. blah. It was just like, no. he's dead. We have Move to on. go. And yeah. that's it. There's, and then it's yeah, a few it's... minutes later for for um, Kaylee to go, where's Wash? Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I, I think that's what I absolutely love about Zoe. And I feel like Zoe's not spoken about enough is that she was with Mal the whole mm -hmm. time. You know, we're talking yeah. about Mal's character. Mm -hmm. Zoe is just a strong and independent character. And I think... There's, there's part of me, like, I, I watched this back again, and again, have seen it about 800 times, but I watched this back again today, and I was, like, struck by the psychological response to Zoe after the fact, you know, that mm. part of you feels like, God, she's acting so irrational, not irrationally, but she's acting so, like, dangerously, like, she's mm. going to get herself killed because of this grief. Mm -hmm. But actually, no, like, that's how her and Mal have always operated, that they've, yeah. they've mm -hmm. fought to their last breath, no matter what, and, um, yeah, I think that, she, she gets herself sliced in the back, but she's also trying to mm -hmm. do what's right and protect but everybody. she gets patched up by Gillette shaving foam. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> does, There's one line that actually, you know, Wash's death is horrific and you don't have a chance to actually grieve mm -hmm. until the very end. But yeah. there's one line that really always gets us with Zoe. Like it always makes us like, me nose like start to tingle and like I'm ready to burst into tears is when he says, are we good? And yeah. he, she just goes, it's for the job. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh. Okay, Zoe. But I love the moments of emotion you get with Zoe as well. Because when Goodwill was mentioned about that moment on the ship with Jane and uh, Mal, having, when it was getting heated and heated, uh, and Jane loses his shit and starts bringing up the war. And yeah. then starts saying, oh, how many people did you leave on the battlefield then, Mal? And yeah. uh, Zoe's reaction, because it's not Mal. Mal just looks straight through him. Mal's yeah. stare could kill any fucker. But mm. Zoe's reaction is like... Zoe. Mm. Just the, the, would you like to leave the room now? And it's just like the, ooh. The shot into focus as well was was a nice little touch, I thought, because it was just like you everyone expected Mal yeah. to deliver the rebuttal, but it was actually Zoe who didn't deliver. She just ended it. Yeah. And yeah. it was just yeah. you so the leave. conversation <laughs> is over. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. just want to leave. I do like how Zoe is so comfortable to question her captain. Mm. The conversation that they have about the fact that he he left that person behind and what well, they, they could do have dropped the, the booty mm. here. Mm. Yeah, and I just I love how she knows the answer. Mm -hmm. She knows what he's going to say and what the outcome is, but she's still comfortable enough to question it. And yeah. I thought that was yeah. I think that's a lovely like characteristic like to their to their relationship. Because I think but probably Mal a year up. ago would have done because yeah. it would have left the yes, booty in the and show looking... yeah. i was gonna say that the but episode of firefly because jane did that same thing didn't he where he ended up becoming a hero because he dropped the booty <laughs> but actually he dropped Heroes the guy first Camden, <laughs> the man they call jeans <laughs> the guitar's in the other room you're all sick That's... oh no but i do think that um again this is a stark contrast to the alliance because you can tell during the war anyone who questioned the alliance would have been shot dead mm -hmm. you know the the doctor who lets simon and river go gets killed despite being staff so the fact that mal can be questioned and yes might be annoyed mm -hmm. but isn't going to kill his partner for that questioning yeah. proves again that they are independent thinkers they aren't being controlled and 
it, it's it's I think a homage to their relationship as well because there are moments in the show and the film where you can tell she's a bit scared of his reactions, but mm-hmm. I don't think she doesn't trust him as a person. No. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. And other characters as well probably didn't get as big as showing as they did in the show. I think Kaylee takes a back seat during this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I absolutely adore her in the show, she is one of my favorite yeah. characters in the show. But she, she did get that great line though in the bar. Yeah. It, nothing yes, twitched my nerves. Really, oh God, I can't oh. Every every time I watch this, week, my favorite character always changes. One watch it'll be like I'm off the Zoe, or another watch it's all wash, or somebody else. And this what the one I watched today. I was like, oh my God, I forgot how amazing Kaylee is. The fact that she's like so yeah. comfortable to talk about a battery operated friends that she's like, <laughs> I just absolutely loved her. Mm. I love the fact that it's so like, it, it's lovely to have that kind of like a female having mm. pent up sexual feelings as opposed to a male having it, which you would normally see if they hadn't had it. For a long period of time, and I loved that about her. To be but fair, though, the, the way that Kelly was introduced to the show as well, like I said, that was one of the <gasps> best introductions because uh, yeah. you, you weren't expecting it as well because she's like this nice little farm girl, but she's basically shagging the engineer at the time and realizing he was shit uh, and just basically pointing out all the things that was in skin. Oh, while he was bending us over, I noticed that that thing up there was bent out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> just so hilarious. But like, when you got... had me on my back earlier. Yes, that, that was the line. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not, not bad, not bad, not but <laughs> I, I love the bit towards the end as well when Simon like finally like you know says oh, yes I am interested and she's like you mean like sex? <laughs> it's like screw this I'm, I want to live <laughs> he is oh my god he is such a wet blanket I, I, I didn't realise how much I I just did not like him at all I wrote in my notes love river what the fuck is wrong with our brother oh Simon yeah, Simon oh. plays the straight man though you've got to have a straight man He's nice yeah, in the show, I, I think. He, I, think he, I think he waffles a lot. He does mm. play the straight, but not really. He, you know, and I guess people have dynamics and they have their own emotions, and we all have our moments. But he, you know, kind of like wanders around emotionally, and you know, punching Mao. What the fuck does he think is going to happen? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know. <clears throat> That's not going to help him protect his sister. No, I just, no, it's yeah. the opposite. Yeah, I just going to yeah. boot you out and you yeah. can fend for yourselves. I don't maybe know they I'm... were just trying to make him a nice, um, uh, you know, additionally someone who can stand up to Mal and make him, you know, mm. more of a man uh, or whatever. Um, but I don't, it just it he's in the in the movie. You talk about characters who seem a little different from the movie to the show. He kind of he was he ch- had changed, and mm. I guess. You know, there's a lot that could have happened between the show and the movie that um, could justify that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. He he seemed to, even in terms of like, uh, he was one of the characters that in terms of dress, where in the pilot, he's he's dressed up to the nines. He's got the, mm-hmm. the expensive suit and the sunglasses and then all the way through. And then in Serenity, it's just a jumper and long hair. Mm-hmm. And he just seems <laughs> the shaggy to be just, hair. <laughs> yeah, and he, he, he just seems to have evolved. Um, mm. throughout that journey to a point where I, I don't think season one, episode one, Simon would have decked Mal mm-hmm. as as he did in Serenity. It was a little bit out of character, but there was that I, I sort of I sort of got it 
where the Reavers were after, and, and the Reavers were literally on the deck mm -hmm. with him, so that frustration would get there. But yeah, it, it, it felt a little bit out of place. I did love Rivers, you know, are you all right? I swallowed a bug. She's fine, Mel says. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that hurt at all. Or the bit where, the, bit where they're just leaving and it's just like, Susie, if anything happens, I, I may get choked up. There may be some tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think one of my favourite moments between the two of them is when um, he's trying to like, you know, heal her wounds. He's like mopping her brow and he asks her uh, about Miranda and he's like, am I talking to Miranda right now? And she just <laughs> gives him that look. She like raises her eyebrow, like the stink eye, like, mm. what? And he's like, okay, no, no, no. Okay. But, I love those I love... looks. Yeah, it's, uh, they had a great dynamic, but yeah, in, in this, it was sort of the straw that broke the camel's back and then they're just off. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, mm, I don't know. Just took it away from you me. know it's interesting too because we talk about um uh, some of the uh issues with uh uh with breaking the mystery you know like the mm. the reavers basically uh uh raiders in space um <clears throat> raider zombies in space uh when you when you uh w one of the things that they did really well with managing the mystery and slowly giving us little clues and growing was river i think Mm. throughout the show through the movie she was so perfectly done and maybe that's because joss was sort of since she her story was mm. the primary driving force maybe her character just got that kind of tender attention but mm. uh, so you know they could do it yeah um no, especially uh, oh, from before, the last by the way sorry I, I meant to say there's a lot of uh our people in this chat mm. uh and I wanted to say hi to all of them. Oh. Oh, hi, oh. hi to people. Acknowledge them, please, Mark. <laughs> and um, uh, we've got uh, Faith uh, in our Howell in our in the chat here. She started a, a Firefly Watch group on our Discord. Oh, uh, amazing! So, oh. Yeah, we've been. I've missed a couple because I've been sick, but um, we've we've been watching episodes of Star Trek of uh, Firefly hmm. um, because of her and. And Greg, uh, who's also in the chat here, uh, reminded me that uh, our uh, our conversation, uh, uh, I mentioned something Michael and I had maybe been talking about earlier. He mentioned that it happened during our Firefly watches. So <laughs> for anyone here who wants to watch Firefly and you're on our Discord, you should check it out. It's fun. Oh, cool. That's I, awesome. I, I probably am due a rewatch of Firefly. <laughs> it normally happens every so often. Um, it, it's... It's just so much lost potential as well because what yeah. we could have had. I know, as I said, we got Serenity, which tidied up a lot of the things, or as I said, the answers. But one thing I would probably say about the movie, because there's a lot of things where you think, "Oh, did it need that?" or uh, "Is is it is it going too far?" <laughs> there's not a lot of like like stuff you would take out of the movie. I know you probably want to add more in, but. It, it feels like the perfect run length. It it feels doesn't feel like it stays around too lo too long, oh. as well. Yeah, I agree with that. There's not much where I look at it and think, "Oh no, I would change." You could have put yeah, that no. down. Mm. Like I, I want more. I, yeah. Like yeah. make it an hour longer. Do a Lord of the Rings length. Like, <laughs> no, so, no, like... no, God, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Put in Mark Shepard, and I'll be happy. Yeah, that's one yeah, thing bring, I, I would say I did miss. Back. Yes. Um, <laughs> What was it? Because oh, um, I always call him Crowley from Supernatural now, but uh, <laughs> uh, Badger. In, in every universe. Badger, Badger, Badger yes. 
it's such a good um the, the light in the air. Galactica Mark as well. Yes. yes. Oh my yes, god, I love it. Oh, we'll wait until you watch his X Files episode. <laughs> Oh, is he in the X Files? Yes, Mark Shepard's in everything. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He is. Yeah, he's. he's uh, yeah, he's in. He's in the pilot, isn't he, for, mm. for Firefly? Yes, he's uh, I love the um, when River does the the kind of British accent as well, and he's like really, really amazed. <laughs> oh, he's like, oh yeah. wow, she's, yeah. he's, and someone else from the home country. <laughs> uh, he calls him a little king on his little hill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I'm a member of the community. <laughs> <laughs> sounded, that kind of like sounded like Carl uh, Urban from The Boys. There, good <laughs> oh God! Didn't give him that. Didn't give him that one. Um, Still make me sound like McCoy. This, this, what I do actually love about the movie as well, with all great sci-fi shows, it does love a good monologue and a good long speech. And I think when Firefly kicks off and we get the when Ral's, uh, Mal's like rousing the troops and the crew to do what's right when he's got his mission and I said that speech in the middle like say it it's it hits the right notes at the right time and it's just all done perfectly the one where he's got his gun out on book's planet book has just died and he and he shoots the uh alliance yeah. pilot in the middle of the speech is that the one you're talking about no no the one where they find out about Miranda and the and on the ship uh, and, and okay. at the end it was oh. saying oh I am to mis- misbehave. Is that uh, the first time we heard that that famous line? Don't think I believe so. so. I'm sure it was said in Firefly. Oh, Yampy. I'm sure it was said in Firefly. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that that's I am to misbehave. That's a, okay. Someone I'm in the pretty, chat can well, tell us. I know. Someone, been... someone confirmed because that is literally if you go to if you shop Firefly merch. I mean, I've even got a T-shirt. Literally, I am to misbehave. Yeah. And I, I could I could swear, and it's probably the Mandela effect that I only heard it in Serenity. I'm sure it's Firefly. Is it not when he's on the the planet and he's having the drink at the bar and they're saying what you're doing here and Possibly. he's saying, I am I am to misbehave. I mean shiny is all the way through. I mean yeah. you know, shiny, but I I, I I never I can't remember if I ever heard it in any episode of Firefly. Mm-hmm. Someone needs to confirm this. Yes. Well I'll I'll watch the chat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be people... It's in the movie not both as Tiffany. Yeah. Oh, nice. So that's that's it's it's crazy to think that this one line in a movie that happened two, three years after the show became the tagline for the entire show. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Greg. But Greg's doing the more sensible thing. He's <laughs> Busting out Google. Google for you folks. Yep. Thank, you. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. It's crazy because even like it even just says Firefly on the T-shirt. Like I have noticed behave Firefly, and I'm just like it wasn't. This show, <laughs> nice. this movie, uh, they're they're both so full of amazing one-liners, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it plays uh, puns and you know plays on uh, uh, things that people already say, mm-hmm. uh, plays on each other and their characters and the names. Uh, it's really clever that way. Um, but every time I see this movie, I keep coming back to my favorite line in the whole thing, and it's less um, uh, funny than most of the lines we all remember from the show. It's but it's when uh, when Mal says, uh, "When I start fighting a war, I guarantee that you'll you'll oh. you'll see something." Too. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, it just it it runs the hair up yeah. my Goosebumps spine. Every- just thinking of that, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, what what a, this movie is so jam packed. 
uh, with so much good shit. It's really hard. I like I was making notes all over everything. While we, <laughs> while and I, I couldn't write down all the good shit that was happening fast enough. Um, I've actually got uh, one. Like, yeah, I've, I've, I've like done actually try to be a bit professional and got like a bit prepared. Oh god! I am. Um, I wanted because like I, I love the dialogue. The dialogue in this movie is amazing, and the end bit with River and uh, and Mile like on the ship, like just talking, and I love the communication, and it's just a nice little ending touch to it as well. But I'll I'll read what it, how it says. So, um, but in all the buttons and charts, little albatross, you know what the first rule of flying is? Well, I suppose you do, since you already know what I'm about to say. The river chips in. Yeah. I do, but I like to hear yeah. you say it. And Miles well, I like says, to hear you. Yeah. And then it goes, um, Sorry, love, you can learn all the math in the verse, but you can take uh, a boat in the air that you don't love. She'll shake you off just as sure as turning of the worlds. Love keeps her in the air when she's ought to fall down. Tells you she's hurting she, uh, for she's keen. Makes her a home. Uh, then River turns him to say storm's getting worse. And he goes, we'll pass through it soon enough. And it's just so nice. Then you get the little bit where something flies off the ship, and Mal goes, "What the? What was that?" But it's just, it just after all we've been through, all the emotion, all the trauma of the movie, and it's it's kind of like a, a little settling that the home, and they yeah. found they found by the end of the so the the movie opens right. I mean, there's that that intro sequence, but the mm. movie really opens with the ship entering atmosphere of some planet, mm. uh, and that bit flies off the, mm. the front yeah. Ship. And did what was that? I don't know. I don't know. Right, and they're 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 out of money. They're gonna crash. Uh, they're about to go do a crime. Uh, the ship is falling apart. Um, uh, but at the end, right, the the closing moment of the movie, what you're talking about, where mm -hmm. they've found their own serenity mm -hmm. in in their bubble, in their little corner of the universe. Mm -hmm. having gone through this experience together they found serenity and um the 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 ship is still talking to them but like they've they've learned they've learned a lot and yeah. uh and you know i love this movie it's mm -hmm. it's narratively constructed so perfectly uh and just i do love the use of the like something that's not spoken about a lot because it's kind of like a bit of it's almost like a gimmick but for me it's not a gimmick is the use of chinese in the films mm. and i feel like well yeah. sorry so in the show it's it's a lot of a bigger deal in the film it's kind of it's not really like explained but it's i absolutely love it i love that it's used in like times of like emotion or anger mm -hmm. like it's it, it's always fascinated me and i, I do think the the use of language is mm. Yeah. because we're in a futuristic society right like and mm -hmm. kind of like with star trek it's we're in the future so mm -hmm. what does that mean is it is it utopia is everything equal are we, are we peaceful and i loved it the concept that i think someone uh one of the makers and one of the like oh because i watched all the behind the scenes as well when i was like uh watching the firefly years ago and basically the the, the reasons to give that is saying the two superpowers in the world took over like china and america then basically mm. took over the world and they kind of combined the culture. So that's why, like, the Amer the, the language and stuff and, like, the imagery and stuff was all, like, inter intertwined. So it that was... was yeah, uh, yeah it, 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 it's the, the canon, beta canon, was that obviously Earth was becoming un... 
sustainable mm-hmm. for, for human yeah, life too many with everything people. going on. So the two biggest superpowers, the United States and China, worked uh, together uh, to essentially, you know, the, everyone left Earth because it, that was it. So the, the two dominant languages in human society were, uh, is, it, is it Mandarin or Cantonese? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and English. So then it ended up where very much like Europe, where languages just over a period of 500 years just blended in together. Because even the flag for the alliance is a mix of the United States and China mm-hmm. on the boxes the, and everything like that. So it's sort the, of like a a, a combination a of mashup. red and, yeah, a mashup of the hammer and mm. sickle and, and everything like that. Beef. So so the, the, the language... Uh, the, 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 they were said it was like it's it's natural to go from English to Chinese all the way through the conversation and they, they do it you know mm-hmm. it's it's not really it's it's sort of more fleshed out in the series like Sonia said but then it's just in serenity it's just like yeah because when you think about this is what they would do and it's it's the the I love shows that do this like the expanse does it where it's just like well yeah these languages and people develop accents when they're in space mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. going to evolve and this is and this is like yeah, this is humanity. Five hundred years. We we are not united. We've yeah. worked together, but we don't have to like it. And then these new factions are then this, and then obviously the outer rim, shall we call it uh, Star Wars? And they're just like <laughs> they've sort of they've took English, but then they've took the the drawl of frontier America, uh, where you know me and mine have to lay down so y'all can live in a better world mm-hmm. and then in times of rage like when mal gets socked by simon and he just goes full chinese mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. goram instead of goddamn to get around mm-hmm. uh american <laughs> yeah uh, you know oh we can't say goddamn on tv oh goram oh yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. Oh, that. um the oh, it's funerals... like frack and battlestorm yeah. yes <laughs> how the, do we swear uh, without swearing frack <laughs> The funeral service is all Chinese as well, if you noticed. Um, Zoe's outfit is white, is the traditional colour of Chinese funeral attire. Um, So she wears this beautiful white dress. She looks Um, gorgeous as well, doesn't she? Yes. Kaylee is wearing a traditional Chinese dress as well. The stone for the funeral pyres, they are traditional Chinese too, so it's all embedded in that whole funeral service. Well, that's, I mean, it wouldn't, makes be, sense wouldn't be me like... if I wasn't talking about death. <laughs> it makes sense. A lot of goodwill saying makes total sense. Because, like, if you think about, I, I know, like, we're, you know, I'm going to be very sort of specific to us. So sorry, Mark. But in the northeast of England, we've, we're very, like, steeped in, like, Viking history. And a lot of the words we use as slang, you know, uh, are oh. actually words from when we had our Viking cousins here. So things like we say, there's a phrase here for when it's really windy, which is Blana Huli. And the word Huli actually means wind in Norwegian, right? So like we Blana use, Huli. <laughs> we use words and, and colloquialisms that are embedded in the culture we have in our history. And I love the concept that in space it would be no different. You would yeah, have yeah. different yeah. areas, different planets that mm-hmm. would have their own colloquial. I love that. And I love that it's not ignored. I think language is so important and stuff like this. Yeah. But it's the same as religion because you've got Christianity, uh, you've got Buddhism. I mean, even in the film mm-hmm. when he goes to an arrow and he's just like, Dear Buddha, I would like a model rocket. And Dear Buddha, <laughs> I would like this. <laughs> and it's, 
it's it's like yeah this is it, it's a sci-fi western how mm. does stuff work don't care pew pew it's yeah. fun but then it's yeah. sort of like but look at the language look at how things have evolved yeah. over 500 years religion is still here the language mm. is still here it's just slightly different which is how things i mean if you look at language between now and 100 years ago it's yeah. completely different mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it's gonna sound so sad the it's so weird but the titanic inquiry the entire transcript of the investigation is online and you read it and the language from 1912 although it's english it's oh it's vastly so different. where it's like uh, when they ask a question I wish for you to tell me what you were doing on the day for this. I wish for you to tell me, not just can I or anything like that, like we do in a Or will you term. tell me? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, that would be rude, right? Be... Yeah. yeah. Then, You've got to be polite in it. But the way that they, the, this is why I, I love it because it's just, it's, it's cowboys. It's, it's um, Chinese culture. It's Americanism. It's imperialism. All molded into one and it's play-doh yeah and they do it in (laughs) such a way where it's just like it's the ultimate sci-fi western you've got cowboy bebop you've got star trek which was like wagon train to the stars and stuff like that but this is just let's let's make cowboys and indians in space although we can't you know say that but it's (laughs) let's let's make this in space and it it was nailed perfectly like we said in our review of uh, well, our, our discussion of Firefly that it was just it was done so perfectly. And it's it's one just... of those motions where the perfect actors, the perfect cast, perfect story, all hit at the same time, and it's a shame that. Well, and I, I say it's a shame. I would love more. I would love to mm. have the expanse. I would love to have more about the verse, but I'm not sad for what we got. Because yeah. if they TV never do show... anything again, it's mm. perfect. Yeah, yeah. Are you as happy with how it ended? Are you really happy as, as Firefly fans? Are you happy that that was your conclusion? That's your conclusion. That's it. Yeah, because yeah. not all stories yeah. need to have everything yeah. wrapped up in a nice, neat little bow. Like yeah. life's not wrapped yeah. up in a nice little bow. Well, so, and... and part of it is that um, the the way it was shortened and the you know the fact that it didn't get to spend 10 years exploring the universe mm. meant that so much of it is still a mystery and mm. it you know there's some there's a silver lining about things happening uh getting cancelled is and if you can figure out how to wrap it out right which i think firefly and serenity did mm. um you can keep everyone wanting more it's uh you know yeah. michael saying perfect if if we never saw any more firefly it's still mm. perfect but, but i know um like talking to michael before he mentioned he, he did mention that you knew people that worked on the set of Firefly. Is that is that right there, Mark? Or was it I worked on Firefly? Yeah. If I remember Yeah, that. I knew people who worked on Firefly and I worked on Battlestar and Oh um, my god. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been around around for I have for so many long, questions. Twenty five years. <laughs> so I tell the story kind of regularly. The reason I uh the first job I got offered out of college was uh uh uh, offered to me at the Sundance Film Festival by Kerry McCluggage, who was the chairman of Paramount Television, had been for whatever, ever. And when I realized who he was, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I, I 
told my drunk 20, 21 year old friends that like I was, we were getting in the car and driving straight back to LA through the winter storm uh, uh, from Utah to LA. And I started at Paramount on Monday. And the reason I took that job without knowing anything about it, knowing that I would be a go for it's like, I'll wash your car. If it means I get to work at Paramount. Cause I wanted to, you know, I, my dream would be, was to work for, or on Star Trek. Yeah. Which sadly, perhaps. <laughs> it's still might. It's still might. Never, never say no. It's Star Trek now. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. The, the experience of being at Paramount was, was almost spiritual. Mm. Um, mm. Oh, that's right. You, when you were in LA, you did it. Yeah. But, but like, I'm ready for my close up, Mr. Deville. When you touch the gates, when you have to go in. Um, but just, I, I think. I love it because I was I was looking at little factoids uh, about Serenity and stuff, and I re I remember one what? where <laughs> there were there was a an issue when Firefly was cancelled, the blueprints for the set of Serenity and all the sets and everything was destroyed, so they have to re rebuild it. They couldn't find the blueprints, uh, but Nathan Fillion, who was so excited about being on uh, Firefly and having this series. He took photos, but he took photos of everything <laughs> from the sets to the, to the blueprints of how they constructed the sets. And Fillion literally saved Universal's ass because he was like, I don't have the blueprints. I have the photos of the blue blueprints, which they took and then used to rebuild. Wow. Um, oh, that's amazing. And, um, because he was just the, that to rebuild the slightly larger uh yeah. <laughs> yeah he was he was a shutterbug so he he had because he was like oh don't worry about that and then the running joke throughout serenity if you look at the containers on the ship it's like um do not do not destroy there's little tags that say do not destroy in every box and that's like right? a joke because like an the, set, joke. <laughs> the set was destroyed in 2003 so everything just says no do way. not destroy on it because of that one question you I wanted... must have read the same things, Michael, because I read that too. <laughs> One of the things I wanted to ask as well, because we've in sci-fi as well, in in well, like in movies or TV shows, we have an array of ships and going from the beautiful to the absurd. Where do you think, like Serenity, uh, the the fire the Firefly class? It's stairs? my favorite. Up there. It's, I think it's top. I think it's number one. Like, it, it is literally, I love everything it embodies. I love that it's, it is a bug. It's a firefly. I love that it doesn't have weapons. I love that it, it floats as well as it flies. I love that it's, it, it's, it's not a ship. I love that it's always referred to as a boat. I just mm. love ev everything about it. Um, and I love that Mal loves it. It's it's yeah. not it's not a piece of machinery. It is a living organism. It I, carries them. This is, yeah, it. their home, their companion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I I have two Fords, so I know about failures and things breaking down and parts falling off mid drive. Mid drive, it's 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 not a ship. It's it's an extension of the family. It's another yeah. star of the show, and it's it's like like Mal says at the end. Um, uh, you know the the speech that you gave there, Paul. Mm -hmm. What he says at the end, and it's it's like very much like what McCoy says at the start of the next generation. You treat her like a lady; she always brings you home. Mm -hmm. It's it's that it doesn't have to be beautiful. It doesn't have to be you know expensive or a big or anything like that. It it's what 
it makes you feel. And we have that in the episode of Firefly when mm. he goes, I was just you know, about to say that, about that one. Yeah, yeah. We get that bait and switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he goes, Oh, what about that one? And we see something in the distance, but he's actually talking about Serenity. Yeah. And it's it's that love at first sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't have to be a pretty ship. I would love a Serenity model. There was going to be one made last year before the company went bust. Mm-hmm. But I would just love one because it's just such a unique design mm. but it's not it's not even the aesthetics it's the stories yeah that it brought and it's the the the, the crew that it brought together mm-hmm. and a, a ship like i said if a ship can do that and bring so much memories and joy then it's worth mm-hmm. it's weight in gold mm-hmm. oh, it's making me all emotional <laughs> I know, michael every time you little <laughs> oh, every time you come on here, you always say something that makes me want to cry. But that's you succeeded it's, once. It's, it's very much. It's it's it, it is very much like that. It's like people who, who like me who own old cars. It's like it could be the ugliest thing in the world, but it's mm-hmm. something that it that, that is special to you. It's something yeah. that you love, and mm-hmm. you know, oh, this heap of junk. Like they say in the episode, oh, this heap of junk. One man's junk is another man's treasure. And mm-hmm. look it's like, it, it's yeah. like the Millennium Falcon as well, though that has the same type of appeal. Because let's be honest, that thing, the Falcon's not the most attractive <laughs> looking ship when you come to it. Um, but it's the, I think, as you said, it's the personality that comes with it, the personality of the the crew. Um, Do you not think it's in a way like? And I'm kind of going back to something Mark said earlier on, but I th- I feel like it's an embodiment of Mal in that it's fallen apart but it won't stop flying it won't <laughs> stop down. getting back up you know oh. and it gets like, it's and that's so such good. a good way of looking at it like the, the ship does represent him it, it's broken it's fallen to pieces it's holding on by a thread like you said earlier and at the end it gets rebuilt just like he does within mm. himself he kind of rebuilds himself a little bit so he, oh my god i never mm. really thought about that before sonia no it's still it falls sonia. apart right like. i love it I, I love it though when people do get excited about the ships as well because i remember watching uh picard and when uh when trekking was just starting out and um oh god so many moons ago <laughs> and goodwill like so you're getting so excited and uh, when they brought back the original like uh generations um like like that episode when you I saw the cried like a little child and i when we mm. talked about it the other week mm-hmm. uh, you know what what was your greatest moment in 2023 in trek and it was just hangar 12 the music the the the, the cgi mm. the the carpets mm-hmm. the the fact that they were on the bridge not a bridge the bridge and it was just it you know people say oh it's not a pretty ship or anything like that but it's what again it's what memories you have it's yeah. what it embodies it what it for me and for a lot of people mm. that that was your gateway childhood trek. yeah it was gateway yeah. trek it was the it was childhood gateway. Your gateway. Yeah. so to, to so to see after god it was generations was 94 <laughs> so so 30 years mm-hmm. to see this flying on tv again and it, it made a lot of people but that cry and that's why we do this shit as well, though. That that let's be honest, that's where Nerdy Up North was born. And that's and again, well, you're... it's the pure emotion of it as well. That's what I, I love hearing them stories. That that's for me makes everything better. Yeah, your talk, uh, what you're talking on, kind of touches on something that uh, Connor has been trying to articulate over the last year. Oh, uh, you know, over the last twenty years with uh, meeting all fans of the show and. And now over the last year of making our show, talking with uh, so many of the people who made the show, producers and effects guys and makeup people and the, you know, 
the Akutas and everyone, um, he has been kind of saying that it seems to him that the ship is the star of the show mm-hmm. and the cast for each show are just, it's their turn to take care of the ship. Yeah. Uh, which I think yeah. he, I think is exactly spot on when you're, when you're into the reason shows like Firefly or Star Trek uh, or, you know, Battlestar mm-hmm. works so well is because the ship is mm-hmm. alive yeah. and yeah. being cared for by these people. It's it's it was even and vice in the, versa. It was even in the contract for the next generation, like when they first signed off the next generation, that the Enterprise is another star of the show. It is one of the stars of the show. So they're like, yes, you've got Patrick Stewart, Frakes, uh, Levar Burton. This is also a star of the show. So the Enterprise is one of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was the same with Firefly. It was it's the same with the Galactica. I mean, look all the way through Galactica. Mm. Um, again, towards the end. No one is taking one fracking bolt out of this fracking battle star. <laughs> you know, it was it was no. all but broken, falling apart, very much like most of our bodies. But it was mm. still going. Yeah, um, and it's it, it, they don't have to be the prettiest things in the world. But no, not at all. They are, they are no. people. They are people's homes. They are people's dreams, and they 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 bring you home. And mm. and they treat them, you know, you treat them right, and they will always bring you home. But it's oh, unless it's the Galactica and you get put in the airlock. Did you laugh at that joke? <laughs> no, okay. it's all right. A, 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 a baby died. It's fine. But it's um, but uh, it's it's what it's what they represent. Yeah, and it's. You know, even for people who don't get who people mm. like me, why they love ships, and I love I love ships for their aesthetics, but I also love them for what they represent, what they, yeah. what memories yeah. they bring, and God damn it, when my house is finished renovating, there are just going to be <laughs> ships everywhere. So um, oh, the, but, the house, uh, the, the ship, the house, the ship nearly destroyed. Oh, yeah. the contents insurance are just going. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's it's what they represent. It's their memories. Mm. Um, and yeah. you, you know, I I look now at the the wall of bankruptcy, and you know, I I look at the Orville and I go, the Orville. It's Seth MacFarlane. It's their passion. It's Star Trek, but mm. not Star Trek. Uh, the the Ross and Anti from the Expanse. It's what happens when sci-fi goes fully accurate. Mm-hmm. The Enterprise E. We don't talk about what happened. The Bird of Prey. The X Wing. Mm-hmm. Starfighter, you know, Red Fox standing by. Oh, um, Jesse's saying the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, and it's it's those. Don't you dare, Paul! Oh, I knew what he's gonna this, do. <laughs> Please don't. Put oh, it there it is. Please don't say you came in that thing. Uh, that was at that at arm's length. Oh. <laughs> right, can, it gets me it nervous when he goes <laughs> when he goes to reach out for something in his toy collection it gets me really nervous because yeah. I just see it all sorry I was talking the other day uh, to a customer at work and Chucky fell off and attacked us so that was a bit uh, oh entertaining Chucky attacked you <laughs> yeah Jet. I do think though like and it's, it's such an odd thing for goodwill. me to Oh, <laughs> little Michael. It's an odd thing to segue to, but if you think about like old haunted house stories, they always talk about how the house is alive and how the house is lived in and the spirits are a part of the house, but it's the house itself that is its own entity. And I do think of ships as the same thing in sci-fi, that it's its own entity. The people that are in it are living within this living, breathing organism that embodies mm. the crew itself. Um, and I'm not saying 
that the ships are haunted. You get what I mean? <laughs> to to be like... fair, though, that, that could be an interesting horror movie, you know, instead of a haunted uh, house, a haunted ship. Haunted ship. <gasps> yeah. Well, well, I mean, they have well, been in as, as we established <laughs> in our five... Well, yeah. As we, as we, Oh, God, that episode, I remember that. As we established in our Firefly discussion, Firefly does take place in the alien universe. Mm. We did have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. In the what? Alien so, universe. Yeah. In the pilot of Firefly, you know when Mal's got the uh, anti-aircraft gun? Mm-hmm. It is a gun designed by Whalen Uteni, who mm-hmm. is a corporation ah. from the alien universe. And... Yes. I remember talk- discussing that no, last time. You yeah. remember all of these the alliance soldiers it's also in the starship troopers Troopers. yeah well that's starship troopers uniforms and there is also windows xp so it's in some (laughs) universe everyone's fucked Um... (laughs) we 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 stayed with the stable operating system for 500 years we didn't need to go any only one that didn't windows vista oh vista was a bastard i didn't like vista um so many shows do play homage though. Like I, I have noticed the Firefly in the background of a um BSG shot that yeah, on Caprica. You can yeah. actually see the serenity in the background. Like sci-fi represents sci-fi and always pays homage. And I love that. I love that mm. you can see ships in the distance. No, or that no. you see, like, you know. But isn't it, um Isn't the about... Quarters 1701D? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was, I think it was a diamond squad, it was 1701D as well. Mm. God, I love one though. I don't know if <laughs> so, oh, that's, yeah. Ron <laughs> Moore was a producer and writer on Star Trek and, uh, you know, also the it's creator and writer for uh, Battlestar Galactic. My prized mm. possession is an autograph from him because I, I shocked him in 2012 when he was at a track convention, sick of hearing <laughs> about the next generation. I was like, uh, Mr. Moore, I loved Battlestar Galactica. And he was like, shit, really? Uh, <laughs> oh, right, okay. Come with uh, me, my little friend. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a seat over here. Because <laughs> um, I know there's rumours flying around and it's been going around for years that Disney are going to be re going through the verse again, like nope. rebooting. Uh, what how do you no. think they would go? Is it going to be a total? Uh, Sonia, no. No. How, how, how do you think we? How do you think they're going to do it? And then how do we want them? To... Well, the question is, how would you? How would we want to do? It? I wouldn't want recast them, but maybe just even not going with the Firefly story, just telling the story in the verse. Just, just continue with something else in the universe. In yeah. in that universe, we don't need a rehashing. Mm-hmm. This is this is what annoys what me. About the you... next owner of the of the Serenity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. even be sad about that. But if if they recast someone else's Mal, I don't think it and would they could discover little bits oh. uh, of Mal and 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 Zoe and their crew, hmm. um, their own adventures in the Serenity. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would get on board with that. It's just if they go with a whole new, oh, this is going to be Firefly with a like same names, different cast, and just trying no. to do as a reboot. I, Make it as a musical. This this is the issue. This is the issue. We're in the sky. (laughs) Up above. This is the issue I'm having with Battlestar Galactica at the moment because NBC want to reboot. And like a lot of people have said, you created in the mid 2000s this this vast universe that was was awesome and people deeply loved to this day. Mm. Continue that we don't need another reboot of a reboot just no. just continue 
doing mm. that. There's still plenty of stories to be told. That yeah. the whole point of Battlestar Galactica is all of this happened before and all of this could happen again. You could totally play on that. You don't even have to call it Galactica or anything like that. It's just mm-hmm. no, no more reboots. No. <laughs> no more reboots, please. No more reboots. No more reboots. <laughs> you've, you've established it. Let's. I mean, look at the last twenty-four years. What we have got. Mm-hmm. And what they have established. Why do we need to reboot mm-hmm. the? Very much so. We don't. No. No, I nope. agree. No, we don't. So to wrap up, anything that we haven't touched on that you wanted to talk about? I know with you professionals with your notes and stuff. No, I covered all my notes. I thought this time I'm not going to go with them um, with me normal because we 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 had people on, and I was like, no, I'll just I'll leave that for another time. But no, I've covered everything I wanted to. I, now I'm finding that what I love doing is watching the movie and just writing down as I'm going mm. and just anything that kind of like comes to us. So I've covered everything I wanted to. Very much so. What about you, Sonia? Anything you want to add? I just absolutely love the theory and people can disagree with it if they want. I appreciate it. It's, it's a wacky theory, but I do love the theory that all of Joss Whedon's work is interconnected and that River is a slayer. Right. Um, and oh. that the reason she's so good at fighting is because she is a slayer um so that this is a futuristic version of of a slayer know, of what mm. happened of vampires. yeah <laughs> I'm vampires Western. Same, same. <laughs> okay i'm gonna throw a curveball right okay chuck and firefly are linked in the same universe and jane travel back in time <laughs> oh. oh i wish i got that reference to be fair though the first two seasons of chuck was on point but then it got weird yeah but yeah sorry uh, adam baldwin like say i think he is very underrated but the way he plays jane so good it's so perfect for jane jeez 100 yeah Uh, my muscular buttocks and if anyone does sell jane's hat i I will probably buy one um just what just saying um you would suit a jane hat you you've got a jane hat physique i think Possibly. So it can be the hero of hero of Sunderland, the man they call Paul. Paul. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's even got a street named after him. Paul, the yes. man they call Paul. He started a podcast and downhill from there. <laughs> so yes. Uh, well, to be fair, Sammy has that uh, dubious on us. So yes, we'll give her that. So, <laughs> so thank you guys and thank you for joining us for the chat about... Uh, I'm not even going to do me normal uh, what we no, rate, rate this out of five because... Like as we've said, it's pretty much a perfect movie, um, and it's very rare we can actually say that these days as well, which um yeah. is quite a nice feeling. So, mm. like I say, that's the Nerdy Up North, North podcast for this evening. So tomorrow, don't forget to tune in at seven o'clock for Sammy and Dan as they are talking about uh, the Blob on Monsters Up North. Sounds uh, awful when he it says does, it. It sounds horrible. I love the way he says that. The, the amount blob. of times I had to keep changing, I was like, the Blob, the Blob, the Blob. No, We're going to be awful. talking about the blob. the blob. I know, and especially in our northern accents as well. Dan can kind of get away with it with her Essex accent, but me, it's like the Blob. The Blob. <laughs> it's awful. So you're talking about. The two versions as well, the 1980s and what was it? Is it the yeah, 30s or 40s? No, we enough. are covering the 1954, no, the 1958 and the 1988 one. Right. Um, two completely different films, two completely different takes. Really interesting conversation around the two of them. Please come and join us. Very much so. Goodwill, what have you got to promote for next Friday? We, I am so excited for this. After trudging through uh, a season three episode of the original series, which had 
who was both up in arms about being there was, problematic. There was tones, shall we say, tones. There was tones, there was tones. <laughs> um, basically, Kirk in, a kebab Kirk in a kebab shop, that's basically what it is. Get off as we're fighting over a woman. Who thought that was good? Um, we are finally talking about a Deep Space Nine episode um, ah. called Bar Association. We get... Oh, excellent. We get the greatest Starfleet officer who ever lived, Miles Edward O'Brien, who is a union man. Uh, we get Ferengis. We get uh, sexual Ferengis? tension. Ferengis? Ferengis. We get sexual tension between Worf and Jadzia. But we do get a lot of Quarks, Bar and Grill. So mm-hmm. make, make sure... Where, where are we? There we go. Quarks, Bar and Grill. Um, we are reviewing that live uh, this uh, upcoming Friday, 7.30pm. Uh, UK time. I will be extremely tired because I am coming back from Scotland that day. Oh, so it's going to be fun. But I am, I am so looking forward to it because I either wanted an Enterprise episode so I can make people cry with my sob story about my love of Enterprise, or a Deep Space mm. Nine episode. And we finally got Deep Space Nine because is me... tight a British word for drunk? Is what? You said it's going to be tight on Friday because you're coming back from Scotland. It's going to be tight time-wise. Oh! It's coming from it. Scotland, yeah. so you will be drunk. Cool. So yeah, um, I'd be on the run from Scotland. On the but, book uh, we, we will be we will be live come hell or high water. Me and Sunnoise's deep passion for Deep Space Nine um, is is well known in the nerdy up north community mm-hmm. my favorite star trek series apart from enterprise be there because we are going to get so passionate and possibly maybe a little bit drunk um because it is a fight <laughs> and you're oh, to, to, going to start doing a movie review as well aren't you goodwill soon yes we are doing oh, that'll be fun <laughs> we are doing well, you're coming on one of the movies um <laughs> please do not resist um <laughs> we are starting at, at the end of every month we are going to be reviewing a Star Trek movie, starting with the motion picture, who Graeber's has already reviewed and sent me many notes, um, <laughs> including spandex, sideburns, and 70s colour schemes. And I'm like, oh, dear boy. Um, and then we are going, every month will be a different Star Trek movie. So Wrath of Khan next month, Search for Spock, Voyage Home, Final <laughs> Frontier. Um, so... Greatest frontier. <laughs> the greatest frontier. Uh, so we will be having special guests. Uh, Mark, if you'd like to come on for a Star Trek movie, yeah, choose one that. and you will be booked all in. All of them. All of them. <laughs> the <lot. laughs> just write down all of To be them. fair, th- um, Dan made that mistake on Monsters and now she's a co-host, so be careful what you wish for. Never, <laughs> never left. And I, I'm, also, I, I'm also looking at branching out from star trek as well and reviewing other sci-fi franchises that i love as well but that is that is something down the line and that will be starting with battlestar galactica because oh my god you've been threatening that for too long yeah it is something that it needs to be discussed and now that i have this this thing called time to do (laughs) things um it's something i'm looking at doing so big things for 2024 and so, i am so I do also have to going... another logo for that one well there's going to be a nice little segue you're going to love this i am also going to the shuttle pod live show in april mm-hmm. do you want to hey. talk about this mark <laughs> <laughs> we have a live event in april friday saturday sunday the 12th 13th 14th uh in beautiful burbank california oh. uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun 
You should do a convention in Sunderland in the northeast. That would be <laughs> just be different. Very take long. different. Yes. And is there anything you want to promote, Mark? I know, as, as you said, you've came on and you produced an amazing show, the Shuttle Pod show as well. I know there's a lot of people in the chat that do watch it, but if people who haven't seen it, tell them a little bit about it. Uh, the Shuttle Pod show is a Star Trek talk show. Uh, mm. We uh, It has been hosted uh, by Connor Trenier and Dominic Keating and Erica LaRose. Mm. Uh, and uh, um, we're about to launch our third season. Wow. Um, we have long form conversations about the people who have worked on Star Trek, about their lives and careers and and their time on Star Trek and what they're doing now and how Star Trek has affected their lives. And uh, uh, it's really a lot of fun. Cool. Very it's nice. good. We're on, uh, we're on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an audio version of our show that goes out on, you know, everywhere, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. Cool. Um, but it's <clears throat> the, the YouTube show is what we focus on. Very and nice. uh, we've got a live, a live event coming up in, in April, as Michael was talking about. And mm-hmm. uh we're going to be at the San Francisco Creation Trek uh, event in f- February, March, something like that. That's and then uh, <laughs> STLV, we've got big plans for STLV this year. Uh, we are giving away a bunch of tickets for uh, long the start the Long Island Trek Long Island. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on this year. Very exciting, very exciting. And Sonia, they, they anything also... you want to promote? Yep. I'm, like so I'm so uninteresting after Mark. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I'm, yeah. I just, I'm on Twitch. I'm lame. Look at your hair. <laughs> you are getting um, a lot of compliments in the chat about your hair. Oh thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I, I stream on Twitch every Friday. I play really dumb indie horror games. Um uh, it's a it's a program called Sips and Spooks where I have a, a little drink and I play a little horror game and I say stupid things. <laughs> And she has become a staple of the Nerdy Up North podcast now. Yeah. It's, she's, no longer, get rid of me here. she's no longer you a guest anymore. Get rid of you. She is a member of the team now. So, yes. Um, Another person that drinks on yes. the team. That's what we <laughs> Another one part of the crew. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Um, we'll be back next week where me and Sammy, I think, were joined by possibly Donna and Graham, where we are reviewing Spirited Away. We are taking our first first voyage into Studio Ghibli, a film that me and Sam both haven't watched before. Oh, really? I mean, that's not a shock from my end, but definitely from his. Oh, I'm so excited to see this. I'm really really looking forward to it. Something like my husband is a huge anime fan, so it's like anime is not lost on us. It's just something I've never... It's so different though. It's so yeah. it's, it's uh you're gonna love it. I know. I can't really wait. Looking forward to it. Yeah. The and... way they they animate food just makes you so yeah. hungry yeah. when you watch. <laughs> oh well, duly noted. I will eat beforehand. And I think the week after we're going back to one of the best TV shows that now has a decent ending. The the first season, well, the first time it ended, it didn't end well. We're going to be reviewing Dexter. Ooh. Ooh. Oh yes, yes, how fun. So. Um, I forget to uh, uh, mention um, we are launching a quiz show, like oh. a oh. 70s themed quiz show designed for Star Trek fans to participate. And I'm going to be the host. Uh, and uh, the uh, all of you 
mm-hmm. anyone in the chat or anyone who's a, a member, you know, fan of our show or whatever, if you think you know anything about Star Trek, uh, it's uh, two people face off, uh, and then we're going to have a, a year long um, run, and we're going to have a tournament at the end of the year. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! That's so cool. And the Someone goal was, <laughs> we want of it in person as possible but for people who can't be in la to shoot at our studio we're gonna we'll have them come in um on video oh, uh but the, when we get to the tournament we're hoping to bring in the winners mm. for the tournament to, to do like a live in studio tournament well sonia oh, sonia here guys... is one of the most competitive people as well we did an end of year <laughs> quiz um and it just went from yeah this is fun to everyone getting mortal and just like turn into absolute the, the chaos. chaos yes mortals is northern for sober... heavily drunk and the sober one on one so what you're saying mark is is if i brush up on trek i have an opportunity to possibly come to la is that what you're saying it is a possibility possibility right okay yes. that's i'll keep that in the back of my head yes so yes look at michael's face are you worried <laughs> Because <laughs> you know I can do research. <laughs> oh, Looking God. forward to winning something. But... I... <laughs> the, the downfall of Nerdy Up North is the competitive between Sammy. But yeah. Um, and Civil War. So, <laughs> the Civil Nerdy War. But yes. So thank you, everyone, in the chat. Thank you for everyone that's yes, uh, joined us. Thank you. I hope you've all liked the video. Please subscribe to the channel as well. We do have so much content. And I believe Jake and Goodwill, I forgot to mention, not Jake and Graham, will be. Uh, tomorrow night as well after monsters where we'll be, be talking so about good. warhammer which i have yes. zero knowledge about and i am so looking forward to it please remember as well all audio for every podcast that's done through nerdy up north is up on a tuesday from anywhere you can get your podcast from yes so that's it wrap it up so same yep. bad time same bad channel guys stay nerdy everyone bye, bye.